I'm a black here at South by Southwest, and I'm here with none other than Nikki Lynette from Chicago. How are you doing? I'm wonderful because it's not freezing here yet. I know. If anything, we're talking about like being a little bit too hot, but it's pretty comfortable outside right now. It's nice. I'm enjoying it. It's better than the snow on the ground at home. Oh my God, so much so. <laughs> so, uh, so you're here at South by. Like, kind of, what role are you playing here? I know you're being a panelist, but kind of, what's the purpose of your trip? perform this year because I haven't put out a new project yet in about a year myself. So I came out when I was invited to speak on a panel for music licensing. It was called Music Supervisor Pitch Session 3, where basically indie artists play their music for like me and two actual music supervisors who play songs, and we give them feedback on what will make it more licensable, uh, what type of program we could see it placed in, like stuff like that. Like not like critical, you know, judgy type stuff, which I Not that American Idol, Simon Cowell type, yeah. Hell nah, but like now though, like after having this experience, I kind of understand a little bit of what Simon Cowell goes through when he's like trying to talk to people and they're like, well, actually, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, why are you hidden? I think people show up to these things kind of hearing what they want to hear, not really being... I don't, I don't think a lot of people... I think our culture right now is not really, like, designed for people to really accept feedback. You know, you, you say anything even remotely constructive to somebody, and you're automatically a hater. I don't think people know how to take criticism yeah. anymore. You know, it's an interesting thing in an environment like this. Um, the way that the industry is right now, people, artists have to be a brand. They have to be a business. Now, people got the whole be a brand thing pretty down because they have social media and stuff like that and we're all, we, you know, attention whores in that way. But when it comes to taking advice and, and criticism, this is to help you be a better business. And a lot of artists don't necessarily understand that part of it. But fortunately for me, I get it. I've had so much criticism in my life, you know, uh, constructive criticism that it's just got me to the point where I'm in a position to speak on a panel in South by Southwest. A lot of artists aren't, you know? No, absolutely. I mean, how long have you been kind of professionally, because, you know, obviously the name Nick the train behind us. Obviously, in the name Nikki Lynette, you know, people have been hearing you about you, hearing your music. You've been in this for a time now. How long has it been? Longer than that horn's been honking. <laughs> oh, wow, that is a cute train. Yeah. Um, I think, like, I've been a working independent. I've never had a job. Right. So I've been, like, a working independent artist. Like, actually, I would say thriving independent artist for about three years but prior to that the struggle was real you know um i was poor i didn't have anything like i didn't know what i was gonna do i had no direction but now i always have a strategy i know how to figure out a strategy i didn't have management until recently so like i am one of chicago's Chicago's most ambitious independent urban artist, and I'm proud of that. Absolutely, and I think that a lot of people, a lot of artists don't know how to make that leap from being being kind of hungry, being kind of like undiscovered, to being able to manage themselves, being able to be discovered, being able to get their music placed in sync licensing opportunities. Like, kind of how were you able to make that transformation happen yourself? Well, I've never been a person that didn't like business. Like, my mom 
was a businesswoman. So what happened for me was fortunately I won this competition and I was offered an opportunity to license my music uh, to MTV. And I turned that into a situation with VH1, uh, VH1 then Viacom, then another company in California that produces their own shows for different networks because that's actually better money. I think, like, just all I needed was that initial opportunity because I didn't know anything about music licensing when I first got offered the opportunity, but when I realized it was a good way to monetize, I just decided that I wanted to go ahead and become better at it. And I think artists just need to learn to take advantage of the opportunities that come their way. Well, and not only that, but like you're talking about, build off the opportunities. If you get an opportunity, let's say you get placed in Lala, okay, then you take that and you reach out to like Billboard and Fader and you say, hey, I got this. And then you get those features and then you try to like approach a manager and you say, hey, I've been featuring this, I did Lala. It's not enough to, to get one leg up. You have to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. Yeah, and a lot of stuff comes your way. Like over the summer, I was featured in Billboard Magazine's DIY issue. There's like the big, you know, issue for independent artists. And I just talked about like my career and sync licensing and the things that I've been doing. And that actually led to me getting my management team that I have right now because they saw me in there and they reached out. So, you know, a lot of stuff can come from the different hustles that you're doing for yourself, but it's up to you to kind of figure out how you want to weave it together. I don't know how to, I don't know how to explain that right because like for a lot of artists just getting that initial opportunity is so much work but I guess the only thing I can say is hang in there because eventually the opportunity is going to come. Are you going to be prepared? That's the question. And are you going to be able to maximize that opportunity? Because if you don't then it was it was nothing. It was fleeting. It was nothing. You know? Yeah, doing the one thing is not enough. It has to be this which leads to that, leads to that. Absolutely. So is this your first South By as a panelist? Because I don't think it's your first South By in general. Yeah, um, I've come here like just performing unofficially, but this is my first year on the official lineup with a badge, feeling muy importante. <laughs> this is that first, This is my first year having that experience, and it was pretty freaking sweet, I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Like all the perks and the free junk. Yeah, <laughs> so they, they just fly you out in a private jet and all that stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. you know, got me my own mansion. Yeah, yeah. standing in the suite up there, absolutely. Yeah, like that whole hotel actually is my, is my suite. <laughs> Yeah, top seven floors, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's going on with Nikki Lynette, the artist, right now? Because I know you have a new project called Respect My Disrespect that is kind of on the horizon. What can you say about that? I'm actually just finishing it. It's going to be like this three-part thing. I have production from the interns on it yes. who've worked with uh, Justin Bieber, Rihanna, John Legend. They've worked with everybody at this point. Yeah. Um, I got three songs with them, so one for each release. I'm producing a lot of it myself. And I'm finding people that are awesome and hijacking them and kidnapping them and make them join my band. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited about it because I have plans for it beyond just, like, I'm creating an experience. It's more than just an album. You know, I don't do that. Like, I don't, like, they were just, in one of the panels we just went to, they were talking about how the increase in music sales is not happening. What's happening more so is artists being able to monetize in ways other than just music. So that's always been a focus of mine when I work on a project, to be able to monetize and, and, and have other things to offer fans than just the music. Yeah, because the music itself, you're right, it's been completely demonetized. But if you're doing experiences around that, if you're offering exclusive content, if you're finding ways to engage with people, those are still things that people will pay for. You know, because you can't just stream an experience, you know, the same way that you can just stream an album. Yeah, I feel like the issue with a lot of urban artists, and I'm barely on 
bourbon because my stuff is so alternative and kind of pop. But a lot of artists are trying to cash out on the project, but you don't really need to to make that much money. Like, you need to make money, but the money, you don't need to necessarily make that much profit. You need to make enough money to flip this project and make another one, have something else to sell to keep your movement moving forward, to keep your bills paid, you know, and to be able to offer stuff to your fans. Because, like, for me, I look at it like I have to invest in, I don't I don't have a label, right. but I have to monetize. I have to invest in my company because stuff costs money. It's a very expensive industry to be in. The yeah. music industry, if you are not making money off of your music, you just have a really expensive hobby. I don't know how people can be musicians and not make money. I just don't think I can still do this, man. Yeah, and that's what so many people are doing, and they are they are struggling, and they're... I was just talking with, literally, just before we did this interview, another musician uh, by the name of Mark Rose. He has been a musician for at least over a decade, decade and a half, and he and another musician with that similar history, they started a company called Downright, and it's a songwriting workshop, or like kind of like um, sales shop, where you know you can request exclusive musical content from the artists that have signed up. So if you were like a downright artist, you could fans could buy exclusive music from you. And I was talking with him because he was telling me some other ideas he had, and I was like, dude, I love it. Like I respect that you're always finding new ways to monetize because you're right. So many artists they just want to complain about how hard it is, but they're not looking for solutions. I think most artists just see like there's where I am now and there's fame, and I want to be from. I here just want to be Jay Z. Yeah. yeah. And 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 Jay Z is a hell of a businessman. Yeah. He's a mogul. Yeah. Kanye, like he's he's into fashion. He produces. He creates music for other people. Like nobody who's really successful does only one thing. I mean, like okay, like Beyonce. She's just Beyonce. She's just a singer. But she came up in that era where you could do that. She came up in the era where artists could get signed for potential. Yeah. You know, it was a different time completely. No, I mean absolutely. It's it's just it's a different time, and I think clearly you have learned to adapt and evolve and really capitalize on a lot of the opportunities that are just starting to emerge. So I think it's very cool to see. Uh, I can't wait to hear the new project. Respect my disrespect. Uh, what else is coming up in 2014 from Nikki Lynette? As of right now, like, I took a lot of time off from performing and putting out new music to just work on my songwriting career. I'm writing for this Swedish pop star named Jasmine Kara. I love working on her project. I think that project that I'm doing with her is coming out this year as well. She's amazing, amazing. You'll love her stuff. Her voice is beautiful. She's so fun and cute. So I'm really excited about her project. I'm starting a band, which I've never done before. I've toured with, like, people, like, traveled with people, but I haven't had a band before. And um, the way that I want to make it kind of interesting is, like, you know, I'm able to make a living through my music licensing. And so can offer band members opportunity to help produce on stuff and then they can get money from licensing so they'll care about it more than just okay now we have a band you know what I'm saying like because who gives a shit Everybody, I mean, who gives a darn <laughs> no it's just it's a podcast you can say whatever okay, you want well, shit. Yeah, yeah nobody gives a shit because everybody has that experience so you know I want to try to do things a bit differently but as of right now that's the only thing I can really talk about <laughs> Uh, well, plenty going on. Obviously, you've got a great strategy that you're executing, and it's really, really inspiring to see all the wheels that are kind of turning for Nikki Lynette, man. Thanks so much for taking some time here at South by Southwest. This was fun. Thank you.